At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello all, and welcome to Sunday Q&A, which this week will be recorded, is being recorded at 10 past 5 on Friday afternoon. I'm done for the week, I finished early, I managed to get a bit done, so cheers. That wine, better beer. Mm. Uh, with that in mind, there won't be any comments on Sunshine on Luth. I like that title, that was clever, because uh, that's just gone out. We'll cover that next week. So, but what there is also I want to draw your attention to on the sister channel, the circuit channel, the ones that pay me to make the videos for them. Um, there's a video just gone out, which is uh, the damage that multi-dropping can do to your van. It's an interesting video. I recorded um, a response to it ages ago. Well, I'll ping that out this week, but I will do you guys, um, do your link so you can uh, check the video out. And there's a load of other ones on there. There's quite a few coming up that are quite handy. So if you, if you want, it's just more it's more about me. More me, like, you know. But it's the same kind of thing. How to strap down a load. How to uh, use ways. How to do the multi-drop. It's kind of, please check it out. And I'd like to say, we'll do the sister video, which comes out on my channel this week. Also, I've pretty much caught up on all my old videos now. It was when I was on that job, which we, you know, the one where I had to deliver the um, concrete blocks uh, um, Pinewood. And I was basically a lot of time hanging around. You know, they go to lunch for an hour and I'm just sitting there. So I put a different hat on and go to a different part and do all the ones in my book. But there's a, so if, you've, if you've asked a question, it hasn't been covered. I'll try and get to it as soon as I possibly can. And there are some decent questions there to be answered. So there's something to look forward to, eh? Uh, right, before we start, also, I say Matt Hodges. He says, hi, Pete. Finally joined a few low platforms this week, including the CX. And quite happy with how busy my area is. On the way to pick up an extra long wheelbase relay and looking forward to getting started after bank holiday. Cheers for doing the informative videos. You, Big Beardy and Van on a run since 2020. Mate, good luck with your start. I didn't realise you are going to start after bank holiday, so you've got a whole week to run yet. Well, three days. I've got a three-day week. I'm trying to have a holiday. I'm trying. I'm trying to get all the stuff done. I've got to paint the, the um, curtain on the lorry. There'll be a video coming out about that. I'm going to call it Paint Your Wagon. I think that's a good, that's not a good title. I'm pleased with this. Uh, so I've got to do that tomorrow. I've got to do the last of Extreme Gardening. I've got all the cars sorted. I've washed everything. And I'm just going to try and do nothing for four days. You know, pretend I'm in Spain or pretend I'm in sort of like Broadstairs or something like that. I don't know how, how successful I'll be, but get up late, drink coffee, drink at lunchtime, sleep in the sunshine, if it's sunny, barbecue for four days. Or order pizza. That's the plan. I'm looking forward to the rest. Whether it'll happen or not remains to be seen. Right, anyway, enough about that. Right, so we did one. When can you charge cancellation fees? I think it's kind of important. Um, good feedback. I'm just going to go through that one now. So uh, David Henley says, what if you get to the job at 3 p? What if you get a job at 3 p.m. the next day for like, uh, and the pickup at... Um, you, get a, you get a job at 3 p.m., for picking up nine o'clock in the morning. And then at five o'clock, they ring you and they go, sorry, that job's been cancelled. You've, you've lost it. What he's saying is, can you then go on a cancellation fee? Because you go, well, I booked this job at three or even like two or one in the afternoon, got a job for the morning. So you don't look for a job in the morning and jobs ping up and go and ping up and go. And then they ring at five and say, sorry, the job's been cancelled. The answer is no. 
It's sad, but no. I mean, you can try. I mean, um, I say that. Uh, Clayton Inman says, he said, I disagree with you on this one. He says, once I booked, um, once a booking has been sent through, I immediately stop looking for a job. Like the matter like I just said, yeah. If I'm leaving my home and start my van five minutes later and it's cancelled, then it's 25 quid. He said, um, I had this happen to me the other day. I spoke to the CX and they told me to send an invoice with a cancellation fee. You can, he's right. The problem is getting it. It's, it's like a thing in life, there's two rules, isn't there? There's the rule of, you know, there's the rule that you've got to go 30 miles an hour, and then there's the rule that we all know that actually you can go 34. You know, there's the rules and rules. There's rules that say, well, yes, you are entitled to a cancellation fee, but you've got to get the shipper to trump up the cash. And it's, in this particular instance, it's, it's, it's going to be a war. Whereas if you say, well, if it's like, well, no, I'm here, I've driven here, I've spent an hour driving here, I've spent half an hour trying to find it, I've done my time, I've done my deeds, and I've done, my, I've done money, you've got to pay me for that. Um, but anyway... If you can get it, brilliant. But you're on. It's, it's not so easy always sometimes, Lan. Van on a run says, he says, I usually have a fixed charge of £25, which people tell me is too cheap. But it's hard to get more even in a long wheelbase van. He says, a few weeks ago I was collecting from JCB um, and it took me three hours waiting time to get from the gate to the collection bay. When I thought we had a driver in there today, he was in there this morning at 10 o'clock. When I got back to the yard at three, he was still there. Julian, I know you say the JCB and I said JCB's got better, but today... We've got the needle. Um, so when I finally got it, when I finally got there, they said it had already gone. I rang the shipper who asked me to stay there until he can confirm with the customer. This took nearly another hour to sort out. With the journey time to the collection, I was on a job for four and a half hours. Clearly, in this case, £25 wasn't enough. We settled £65 in the end, which is just over £16 an hour for the time on site. But it took up half my day, so I didn't do so well out of it. Sometimes you just have to take it and move on things happen. And that's what I'm saying is right. You know, Clayton, you're dead right. You are entitled to a cancellation fee. In fact, David, you're entitled to a cancellation fee. You can ring them when they ring at five and go, I want a cancellation fee. I've, I've, been, I've, I've now lost my job for the morning. Um, I could be looking for two hours. If you get it, well done you. But I'm, I'm saying you're going to be, you might be facing a war. Try by all means. It's certainly worth a conversation. Dean says, he said, I have one last year. Uh, two loot and job. Um, first van goes in there 10 minutes before me. Uh, they only allow one vehicle in the yard at any one time. But when I got to the yard, I was told that it was all loaded on the other vehicle. Um, and so there's possible the cancellation fee. Uh, he said, I still got the full amount we were charging for the job, which covered our fuel for the day. Quids in. That's another one. Um, it also depends sort of like... I've done jobs before where I've, um, say I'm on site, I've, I've driven to sort of like to the place, and then they go, right, okay, what's your cancellation fee? I said, well, the job, I'll be honest with you, this is my second job of the day, and the job is taking me from um, Northampton to Dunstable. I'm not going to get another job now, it's too late, and I've got to drive back to Dunstable anyway, so my cancellation fee is the full amount. Because, you know, I've done the job practically. All I had to do was swing five minutes around the corner, get four pallets off and go home. And I've had them agree to that. I've had them go, well, OK, we understand. Fair play. Um, Danish Bashira says, he said, you're right. He said, there's no fixed rule. You just have to go with the flow. But there are some silly cheap shippers who, there who say they would give £10 if the job get cancelled on site or £10 per hour waiting time. Uh, imagine if your job gets cancelled in one of these shippers and they pay you £10 for being on site for an hour. Just keep an eye on such shippers. But some people are reasonable. I went to collect a job in Lincolnshire from Leicester, uh, to, to Lincoln from Leicester. 
Um, but I did tell the shipper that, hey, if they're really desperate, I can come from Leicester to collect the job, and they agree for that. So communication. He's told the shipper up front, I'm travelling a long way to pick this one up. They said, fine. Um, he agreed to that. Once on site, the goods were too big for the van, six metres, but he agreed to pay the full price for the job. Again, communication is the key. You've got to talk to people. Every situation is different. You've got to roll with the punches, and you've got to do the best you possibly can. Some people are reasonable, some people are not. That's just, that's just the way it is. Um, TC Service, he said, had two jobs cancelled recently. They both agreed my £30 cancellation fee. If they cancel within five minutes of accepting my quote, then I won't charge them. But I travel some distance, and then you get cancellation charge. Yeah, again, you, 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 it's a bit different if, you have, if you've just been sitting drinking tea and the wheels are, you know, the, the van's still outside, than if you've actually gone to the place, parked up, gone round, found the, found the goods in office, gone to try to find the goods, waited while they couldn't find the goods. It's, there are different situations, and you have to put the Best case you can all the way through. Um, Andrew, Andrew Lloyd says, same goes for waiting time. Lots of companies refuse to pay. They want you to comply to their terms, but they will not comply with yours as a driver. To a video about waiting time. I have. <laughs> I'll do your link. But yeah, there, there is a thing about waiting time. Again, you have got to reason with them. You've got to go. When they turn around and say, by accepting the job, um, you accept our terms and conditions. All you do is put in your terms and conditions. By booking me, you accept my terms and conditions. They go, ah, oh, you booked the job, you've accepted our terms and conditions. You go, yeah, you booked me, you've accepted mine. And then you're into the haggle. You're into the situation which I hate the most. They're asking people to wait until I hate it. But you've got to do it. It's part of the job. Uh, Jeremy Hawke says, uh, good advice this one, Pete. He said, the option I quite like is the row at 9.30 in the morning near Norwich. Um, I don't look for trouble, but sometimes it kind of, uh, sometimes sounds like a good day for a proper dust-up. I have no idea what that's all about. <laughs> well, I hope it didn't happen. Uh, Neptune Courier says, uh, this is Neil, he says, um, my take is after the job is accepted, then cancellation applies. I had a shipper late last year, insisted I get my fee when I travelled less than a mile to the job. Now, that's nice. You see, you do get it the other way round. He's going, no, you've done it. I've had it before where I've gone... Um, Look, if you're out of pocket, just give me less. And I went, no, it's not your fault that I'm out of pocket on the job. You're getting the full fee. Like, you know, it happens sometimes. Um, as you said, once you're booked, you're missing out on potential other work. And this is the problem. On a side note, oh, he said, on a side note, I passed my transport manager's exam and I'm looking for clients. You mentioned last week you can pass it on to help people out. But just skip this bit if you're not okay with it, Neil. I'm okay with it, Neil. <laughs> Strangely enough, uh, yeah, and I've said, if you've got a van to sell or if you're looking for a van or uh, people are... The only thing I will say, can you leave me a message saying whereabouts you are? Because I know some people are looking for transport managers. I'm well done for passing the exam, by the way. Apparently, that's no mean feat, like, you know. Um, let me know the area, and I can then go, look, if you're looking for a transport manager in this area, please leave a comment underneath Neil's comment with a phone number or something, or I'll try and get you guys in touch. We'll make it happen. But hey, that's what we're here. We're here to help everybody out. We're here to help each other. That's what we do, and well done. Uh, Godzilla says, oh, yeah, on the final note on this one, he said, I think I still have the record with five cancelled jobs in a row this year. Three, I didn't charge anything as nothing was lost except for time and bidding and dealing with calls. The other two were 20 quid each as I started out. £20 for three miles isn't so bad. It isn't, but it's the time and the grief and the aggravation. Should we not, are we not entitled to be paid for something for aggravation? I have one, um, what happened this week? I took up to Loughborough. I had to pick up the cricket kit for like the, the Loughborough training people. It's nothing to do with England, I don't know. 
a big university, a big campus, which was very worrying when I turned up at the first gate with four hours 20 on my clock and they went, no, you've got to go to the second gate. I'm going, oh, God. I finished on 4.27. <laughs> I got there in time. Um, and I got, I got up the road and um, I, I loaded it. Uh, it was a bay load, so you don't check it. It just goes on. And I was basically halfway towards Northampton when they rang me and went, you've got to go back. You're missing a pallet. I went, fine. No problem, I can do it. But I thought, I really don't want to go back. Because by the time I get, because the the, journey, the, the the distance from Junction 13 to Junction 14, uh, 14 to 15 on the M1 is 11 miles. So if you've just got on the junction, you've got to do a 22-mile round trip just to get back to where you are before to get 300 yards where you can't reverse. Um, and I thought, that's going to wait two hours on my day. And that means I'm going to be in Loughborough at like rather than half past three at half past four, which means now I'm going to be home. I was going to get home for tea time. Now I'm going to be home late. I rang them back. I said, I told them how much it was. It was another one. I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I went, you put two hours on the job. It's not my fault. They paid it. They didn't like it, but they paid it. Um, as it was, it wasn't too painful in the end. But you kind of, I kind of think at the end of it, I think, surely I should be entitled to something for the fact that through no fault of my own, now I'm losing my... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Evening. You know, that's kind of not right, is it? But anyway, it worked out. The England people got their cricket stuff, like, I don't know, hoodies and T-shirts and stuff. I don't know. Uh, right, so, but that's it. I'm waiting time. The Dartford Tunnel. I did one on the approach to Dartford Tunnel. I said, you'd want to be in the second two lanes. Um, but you'd want to be on the right two lanes because the left two lanes have a tendency to shut to let the tankers through. Four by four fella says, tankers have to come off. He said, also as well as wide, uh, long loads, bear in, uh, bear in mind, uh, if you're doing these loads, you might have to pay an escort charge. Interesting, didn't know that. Uh, Nigel Rainbird says, am I correct... If you use the two tunnels on the right, you cannot legally it's good this. You cannot legally get the first turn off on the other side because the solid white lines present you from crossing them and exiting. Times I've heard people sounding their horns to come off. And Steve Campbell's replied to this. He said, not the case anymore. It used to be the toll before the tolls were removed. Um, he said he also part paid his dart charge for the crossing and then realised he went over at ten pounds fifteen, so that was a waste of ten pound fifty. <laughs> and he stayed in the um, Turret Hotel but not the Luton one. I went and checked it out. Because obviously I'm, I'm all over. And it, I actually think that uh, Nigel Rainbow is right. Because if you come out the right to the, the, the two tunnels, there is a solid white line which goes up to just past the first junction you turn off. Having said that, there's another junction, probably four or five hundred yards up the road, maybe thousand, you know, not that far, which services the same place. So what you've got to do, if you come from the right two lanes... I mean, in the past, I've cut across the white line and just to get over there. As long as it's clear and it's fine, I did it. I'm, I'm going over there. I didn't realise. But no, so what you've got to do is, if you want the services, direct services, and you're in the right two lanes, you're going to miss that turning, get over as soon as you can and take the next one of the roundabout or swing your back round. There you go. On the ball. Checking it out for you. Man on the street. Well, man on the motorway. It's kind of like a street. Uh, right, we did also, there was one thing on, on the Ministry in Trucks, W388Y1, that Obi-Wan's on Disney, 
be watching that saying, oh, looking forward to that, Kieran McGregor, I like him. Um, he says, um, hi, on the self, because he said about um, when you actually register, in, do you, I did a video, do you have to tell the ministry what trucks you're going to buy when you apply? He says, on the self-service portal, you'll be asked to enter the reg and weight of the vehicle you want to put on your own license. You are asked it, but it's not required. You, there is a section you can say, you, you, you can say, I'll leave this one till later. And you can, you can submit and apply for as long as you've got your transport manager and your mechanic and where to park it and your funds and everything else. You can submit the application and get an operator's license without actually having to say what truck you're having. I know this because I've done it twice. And both times I kind of went, what is the point of me buying a truck if you're then going to refuse me an operator's license for whatever reason, and then I've got to sell the truck, I'll buy the truck when I've got the license. So I know it asks you for it, but you don't actually need to. You don't actually need to put it in. Right, one of the wise guys now. Steve Campbell's got a question. He says, um, "He says I've got a little dilemma." He said, I agreed to do a week of shifts in the Class 2 home delivery for beds and sofas for Benson's out of Durham. He said, I think I messed up yesterday morning with a manual entry. I put my card in, went and do manual entry and started at 5.30am. However, it said when my card was withdrawn, it was April 20, 2021. Uh, been doing, he said, been doing paper tacos a lot. He said, I didn't, I basically, what he said, I've accidentally entered, that. he's done manual, manual entry and he's accidentally set the taco to be like two years ago, you know, rather than, or a year ago, rather than now. He said, I had a driver's mate with me who wasn't licensed to drive a 12 ton. He said, don't worry about it. However, I didn't get a printout at the end of the shift because I forgot, but I have a niggly feeling that if you accidentally put a manual entry, I was on Cross Hammer since April 21. He said, do you think if I get stopped by the DVSA, they'll realise I made a mistake or something? They will. I'm sure they will. I mean, Nick, you can help me out on this one. But I know I've had a situation before, like, it's blatant that it obviously isn't right, that you've done something wrong, and you're going to say, what you should do, you should have done a printout. You should have done a printout, I messed up. That's a big no-no. You should also have a book with you, and you can write in the book what happened. Say, in this date, and if you haven't, go and buy one and backdate it. Say, on this date, and just do a little, do an explanation. I did this, and then I didn't realise until the end of the day, and I did this, and I did this, and then you say, and then you also write down what you're going to do to stop it happening in the future. And in the future, I'm going to do this, this, and this to stop it happening. If you do that, you kind of cover yourself. A printout would have been better. But, I mean, like I say, I had one once where I stopped at a hotel. I, you know, woke up in the morning, went to go to the lorry, and realised I forgot to take my card out. It's happened twice to me, in fact, I think. Um, and so, it, because, you know, when I used to get back to the yard, I have a sequence. And it's like, get back to the yard, park up, press that button, do that, turn that off, make sure the windows are shut. And you just go through the same sequence every night. It's like sort of breathing. Because I was away, and I'd, actually, I'd gone into the hotel to check that I had a room first, and then I'd come back and I forgot to spit my guard out. When I got there in the morning, it'd been hammers all night. So it said that I'd been working all night. But as Daniel, my transport manager, says, he said they will see that there's no miles been put on that lorry and no one is going to believe that you were working from like 5 o'clock at night till 5 o'clock in the morning on hammers. It just, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. So you do the printout. It threw my taco out for a little while. I had to stop and reset it. But you do the printout, write what had happened, cover yourself. You can do that. Even if you haven't got a card, you can do that. That's another story. Godzilla says... Um, Pete, have you noticed 50% of all the 7.5 tonne jobs would be overweight or simply not fit in a 7.5 tonne? I'm loaded for tomorrow. Either way you look at it, the curtains bulge and there's 8 metres full in the back of ducting. There's no way it would drop into a 7.5 tonne. Shippers are very, very shady when it comes to 7.5 tonne work. Now, I don't normally do responses, but I like this one from Jazzman. Um, 
Daniel says, um, hi buddy, he's talking to Godzilla's. He said, there are, there are so many variations of seven and a half ton bodies. Some can take more than, can take as low as 2.4 ton loads, depending on all the variations. Uh, example, of, he says an EN12642. My seven and a half ton could take two and a half tons. Um, but that is the problem. You get, it's like with the Lutons, you will get seven and a half tons. I saw a seven and a half ton the other day when I was on a bay. Uh, that one I was picking up for, the one I was going to love for her. I looked at it, his body was longer than mine. And I've got 7.2 metres. And I looked at the wheels, did the wheels, like Lego wheels. Um, and since I've got a class two, I've, I, now, I now sneer at seven and a half tonne drivers. If you drive seven and a half tonne, I don't like myself for it. I'm not happy about it. Seven and a half tonne driver. Huh. I, look at, I look at combined off flip side things, I also look at class one drivers and go, oh, class one driver. I'd love to be like that one day. Sad individual that I am. But, yeah, so I looked at the wheels, and they were like normal-sized wheels. I looked at the bed. It looks like an eight-metre bed on it. So everything's different. You know, so certain things might take different things. Having said that, when I look at a seven-and-a-half-ton job, I quote it, 250 a mile. You want to bear this in mind since you're starting the truck on the HX. When I look at 18-ton jobs, I quote them at three pound a mile because chances are the job's going to be heavier, job's going to be diesel, be heavier, and there's going to be less choice because not everyone's got an 18-ton. If I look at a seven-and-a-half-ton job and it says in the notes, load is 2.8 kilos, 2.8 ton, 2.9 ton, I quote them 18-ton money because it's an 18-ton job. Because I know that half the quotes are not going to come in from seven-and-a-half-ton drivers because they're going to look at that. I know because I used to do it. Go as a job here. 2.9 ton. I can't take that. So I can't quote. So they're going to get, so I know they're going to get less quotes, so therefore I can get more money. So bear that in mind when you're quoting, and I hope you're having a wonderful time in your Volvo. Uh, right, we're on a miscellaneous now. Uh, Keith H says, I used to look at pallets as my breakfast money, but I found the number I had to have to uh, be taken by pallet firms was, was, was getting ridiculous. It became a problem with a small truck. I found pallets to be an absolute pain in the fact that they'll take them and then they'll go, no, I'm not, I'm not, can't pay you for that one because it's blue. Can't pay you for that one because it's red. Can't pay you for that one because the bit's fallen off. It can't pay you for that one because it hasn't got any writing like EPAL on the side of it. And in the end, you spend a load of time and you put them on, you take them in there and they take them off and you wait around and the guy comes out and it's 35 quid and you go do you know what it's like worth the grief i'm just going i'd rather just go on um van on the run says i think it's an interesting point worth mentioning as well he said fixed overhead costs like insurances and cx subscriptions should be divided by 46 weeks not 52 as no one works that many weeks i divide my cost by two 230 um, to give me a per working day cost. That's 46 weeks times five days. And he's hot on this kind of stuff. He's got a channel out there, Van on the Run. Check him out. He's, he's interesting. He's drilled into all this kind of stuff. Uh, a normal employee will work roughly this amount per year. Variable costs like fuel, vehicle depreciation, um, and maint, whatever that is, then go on top of that. Um, I just, I'm just basically work out um, I'm useless. I work out um, how much money comes in my bank each week and then how much money I have to pay for mechanics bills from time to time. And I kind of figure if, if more money comes in than fuel, I'm winning. Yeah, that's really hopeless. Really am. Um, and, I, I, you know, I've got, a rough, I, I've got a rough idea, like I say, how much I believe I should charge per mile. I haven't really drilled into it. When people say how many miles per gallon do you get, I don't know. I normally get about 400 miles out of a tank. It's about 150 quid now. It used to be 100. Oh, that's because fuel's gone up and the tank's got bigger. Uh, but at the end of the day, it seems to be working. So I've, I've said all the way along, I've got absolutely no idea why anyone listens to me, because everything I say is either 
wrong or certainly largely erroneous. So really, you shouldn't be any attention whatsoever, but I'm pleased that you do, and thanks very much. And finally, on miscellaneous, Comrade Bismarck says, so Pete has five trucks of his own. No, to clarify, we, we have four. I have one truck, which is me in the truck. The business has three trucks which is new driver Tim, who's lovely, he's done his first week, well confirmed Tim, Harry and uh, John, who's based up in Coventry. We're looking to get another truck. But the way it works is really weird because there isn't kind of enough money for me to work in the office. So I still basically run myself on the CX the way that I always did. Al and Gemma run the other three. We're looking to get another truck in the next month or two. That'll put us up to five trucks then, four trucks plus my one, and then near the end of the year, October time, get the six truck. When I get the six truck, the five trucks, then I'll jump out of my truck and put a driver in my truck, and the six trucks should make enough money to pay for me, Al and Gemma. And then I'll be the floater, which means if someone goes on holiday, or if um, they need a day off, or there's sort of a hospital appointment, or something like that, or for whatever reason, I'll be in the lorry. Otherwise, I'll be in the office, or I'll be new business, or I'll be, I don't know. Learning to fly an aeroplane. Who knows? And finally, in conclusion this week, uh, Jeremy Hawke says, Peter Courier Driver, he says, you pop up everywhere I go. He says, I'm a member of the UK Business Forums, and one of the members was asking about starting as a courier-based company, based on your, a courier company based on your channel. I explained that, he said, I like He said, I explained that the land that you are highly talented and skilled and he would have to be really good to match up to you. The bloke gets everywhere um, and it's your turn to buy the coffees and I'm telling people how good you are. Yeah, you can get done for life. <laughs> you know, I don't think you can. I think it's only in court. You're a very kind man. Once again, I don't get it, but I appreciate it. So there you go, guys. Sunday Q&A, guys and ladies. Sunday Q&A once again on Friday night. So, um... Right, worth mentioning, uh, the bank holiday's coming up, in case I forget to do a video on it, because I might do one of these at the bank holiday. Chances are, the next three days, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, might get busy, because everyone's got to get everything done in three days before they have the weekend off. I know, the, 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 traditionally in my mind, the, lead, the, the, um, the busiest weekend is the one before Good Friday, because everyone knows they've got four days off and they've got to get everything done. You don't get any more money on the jobs, you might get a little bit more money on jobs, not more, because no customers will. I'll do a video on it. Bear it in mind. Bank holiday's coming up. It's a good opportunity to take care and take money. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.